0: Welcome to your football fantasy. Hey, Dweez Nuts here, host of your show, along with just one of our two compatriots. That's the Big Wiz. Hey, Big Wiz. Welcome back. You ready for this one? Yeah, I'm excited
1: to be here. As always, I could not imagine myself anywhere better.
0: Uh, So listeners, Wiz and I spent the night out at a local hockey game, had a few drinks, stayed out a little too late. So it's very late tonight recording this uh late enough in fact that bullfrog was asleep when we went and knocked on his door threw a couple of eggs to try to wake him up it didn't work so he's not here it's just the two of us we're gonna power through we did you play sock what like soccer in a bubble wrap yeah we got to go down on the ice in the intermission Mm -hmm. we put on one of those fucking big bubbles what are those things called um, I don't know, but it was kind of entertaining. You could run around in a bubble on ice, kicking a ball around, just beat the shit out of each other. It was cool. You were kind of a Jew.
1: You kind of st- stood back and just kind of waited
0: for everyone else. 100% not true. I knocked everybody on their ass at least three, four times. Because you in
1: waited, because you waited till everyone turned around and then you hit
0: them in the back. In fact, the, uh, the mascot and I got into it a little bit. He had a hard time putting me down. He tried. That's because you sat in the back and
1: waited until everyone else. That is one hundred percent. That is true. exactly what happened.
0: I took everybody. I think I knocked your ass down once. You were on my team.
1: I know it's because I was going for the ball, and as usual, you got behind me. Because it's, I do, one it's of the, behind I scored people.
0: one of the two goals that won us the game. Just saying. Because you got behind people and you waited for them to turn. I'll in the say back. this: the game, our game, could not have lasted more than six minutes. I don't know how long it lasted. It but felt we, like fucking three We minutes. got about halfway through. I was dying. And I couldn't breathe. Like the fire that was burning in my lungs as kind I was of trying exhausting. to stay up. And you run. Like you work out. So yeah. your stamina should be there. Well, it was it was very exhausting. Oh my God. Carrying that fucking thing around, trying to I run think on the ice? That bad, but like
1: you said, just, just trying to go running into people and actually keep this ball Oh, damn. You, you were a little bastard. You wouldn't, uh, the good doctor. I noticed fucking just waited wait in the back for everyone. I hit the good doctor so
0: hard one time. I swear to God, he left his feet for a couple of seconds. I don't know. I was looking for him. He was hiding in the back. The whole game. Kind of like you. I was playing soccer, baby. You were hiding in the back. Hey, we won. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. Anyway, great game. Great time. The kids were out with us. We loved it. But fuck, man. Um, there were no fights.
1: And now I'm really tired. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Well, we've got some shots that should... Kick it up here for us. A couple of beers. Well, we're in the recording studio and that's important for the fucking listeners. Yeah, the fucking you know, we pop your oxygen in here to wake us up a little bit. Yeah.
0: It's important. So let's let's do some recording, huh? We've got uh, a very little bit of each of the things we normally talk about. We're gonna shorten the show up a little bit. Uh, mostly because well, we're fucking tired. Yeah.
1: This week in football
0: also, I guess, because Bullfrog's not here, and he always has a lot to say. <laughs> He's very verbose. <coughs> um, okay, so some news. Let's keep this brief. This week, Dez Bryant signed to the New Orleans Saints. What was it, yesterday, two days ago? Two days ago. Of course, the minute the news came out, I went out and swooped him up in
1: my leagues. Did you get him anywhere? No, I thought about it, because I, I really, I'm shallow as shit for wide receivers, and I thought about it. Yeah. Kind of happy I did. But you
0: didn't pull the trigger. No. Uh, you know what I in in most of my leagues I have one or two guys that I just don't give a shit about so I swap every week I pick up somebody else that might have a week and we'll see what happens. So I was so excited I got him beat everybody else to the waiver wire his first day of practice probably towards Achilles. I was exci- I was excited about Des being on the Saints in this year they're clearly ramping up to a run in the playoffs. I mean they look great. They are all of a sudden the NFC favorite after beating the Rams. You add Des to that team, and he wasn't going to get a ton of targets. Michael Thomas is still the number one, but he could he could do some work against uh, some back end coverage.
1: Yeah, I, like you said, Thomas was number one. Kamara's running around there. He, he could have been a good number. Go three option, four option. I thought that was a. good It would have opened up Traquan Smith a little bit more underneath, doing some fancy. Uh, shit. I thought no. I thought Smith would have been your deep guy, Thomas deep guy, and Dez would be running. You, know, you think he put him in? A, That's in, what I thought. Yeah, but, but I mean, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's done. The guy managed after Girl. after half a
0: season to finally get his ass paid, and immediately after getting paid, he gets hurt. So he's going to get paid anyway. I don't know how much of his contract was guaranteed, but he'll get something this year. Let's talk about another guy. Done, but for a different reason, done with a question mark. It's love Bell. So uh-huh. all season long, we've been saying, hey, he's got to be back by week 10. Worst case scenario, he's back by week 10. Last week after week nine's game, uh, or I guess after week eight's game, right, he left Miami, tweeted out by Miami. Everybody's like, fuck, coming man, home. It's, it's happening. And then today, today, the day after their week 9 game, He deletes all references to the Pittsburgh Steelers on his social media. Still hasn't reported to the team. He has until Tuesday to do it if he wants to make the Week 10 official roster. Now remember, the whole issue was, if he doesn't sign by Week 10, then next year he doesn't become an unrestricted free agent. But, as you were saying...
1: He actually does have the the time in the NFL, and he he becomes a restricted agent, which basically means that he can go sign with another team, and the Pittsburgh Steelers have the option to bring him back.
0: So that was a misunderstanding, I think, by a lot of our parts coming into Week 10. He doesn't actually have to come back. Does not. At this point, it doesn't even look like he wants
1: to come back. I heard from the Roonies, though, that they still expect him next week. Uh, They call you personally and tell you that, the Roonies? Well, I have an inside source that told me the answer is yes. I texted him back. Uh, I do not. Have, I, I do not talk directly to the Rooney family. They're a very wealthy yeah, family. Yeah. I, I instead hang out at fucking recording studios. Well, remember, we on the show have a
0: connection with Antonio Brown. We're close with Antonio Brown. He's almost been on the show a couple of times. That was not my connection. We should reach out to to AB there should. to see if he knows anything
1: yeah if the asshole would slow his car down a little bit quit, you, know, you know fucking chucking shit off the fucking 35 balcony or whatever yeah, the fuck it was i think he got through that stuff okay
0: but look i don't know left bell might just not be there at all which means i get to cut him that's all we want to talk about for news today yes lots of people are going to be in out and questionable this week go look it up wait till sunday morning and look it up if you want to know i don't fucking know who is who's hurt do you no good
1: Big whiz on his stat of the week. And some of the excellent rankings that you did beginning of the year. Oh yeah, we'll get okay, to that we'll get to that next after this. But you stated that you did not like this player. He's a tight end, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in week four, this tight end rolled his ankle, got hurt, had to go out, but he came back in week five. And if you actually remove week four from the overall rankings, this tight end ranks three overall only behind Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey at 15 points per game 15 points per game yep yeah, and it's obviously not Gronk because he's been garbage and Ertz has been the number one Kelsey's number two this tight end if you take out his only week that he got hurts is averaging the third most points per game who is it Jimmy Graham I know I said I did I was down on Jimmy Graham going into this season. You were down on Jimmy Graham. It's not even fun close to Jimmy Graham. Um I would tell you this his his team has been pretty sporadic, but they've been putting up huge amounts of points with the the, the quarterbacks that keep interchanging down there. a yeah. OJ Howard. OJ Howard is the number three tight end wow. if you take out that only week they got injured. Which yeah. you called him Stone Hands.
0: Uh, oh yeah, you could mayonnaise hands is what I called them. Mayonnaise hands, exactly. He's been doing well, and Ndominal. he is clearly t- – so So part of the reason I thought O.J. Howard was not going to do well is not only because I didn't think he could catch, but they gave Cameron Brate a big contract coming into the season. I figured how, he's got to be used, but Cameron Brate's averaging one
1: or two targets a game at this point in the year.
0: So last year, he
1: only ran 16.6 of the routes last year, okay? T- Howard, percent. Howard, yes. Percent. This year, he's running 26% of the, the routes. okay. Cameron Brait, who ran 58% of the routes last year, he is still running 40% so far. Wow. See, so he's he's still
0: out there running. The quarterback's just not looking his way. He's not looking his way. Because he's looking Howard's way. Good uh, stat! Yeah, yeah. that's a great stat of the week. Yes, O.J. Howard having a great season. You know, uh, up until last week, I think the Saturday night before last week, O.J. Howard was just available yeah, in one of my mostly, leagues. Yeah. And I kept thinking, you know, I should pick him up, I should pick him up, I should pick him up. But I had Trey Burton and Evan Ingram on that team, so I couldn't justify having a third tight end. If you asked me today, I would probably pick up OJ Howard and drop
1: one of those two guys. Well, you know, I, it's funny that you bring this up because remember we talked about before with, with I I, my, I have Corey Clement on my team. And I I was afraid to actually fucking pick up Mullen, Nick Mullen, the yeah. fucking quarterback because I was, I'm like, well, I can't, I can't roll with three fucking running backs, but I should have done it. Should have. Um, but if you have the opportunity, and what I dislike more is, don't be afraid to pick up some player if it's going to hurt your opposing teams. You're, you see O.J. Howard out there, That's he's likely better than everyone else's tight end. Sure.
0: Should have picked him up. So you're saying even if you're not necessarily going to use him, nobody else can have him if you take him. Yeah, thing. 100% correct. I understand. Interesting, interesting. Speaking of tight ends, there is another bit of news that I didn't mention that I should mention to you. I think you'll like it. Okay player on the IR just designated the other day to return this season. Adam Shaheen. Adam Shaheen. Fucking yes, likely to return this season. I don't know when. Uh, I th- I think in the next couple of weeks. Cuz yep. he went on the IR early, you got to get your 8 weeks in, and they've decided that he they decided that he's good enough to be back within the next 21 days. Last week, which is why they took him off of the. Well, we own we own him in our
1: dynasty league, right? We do in in the, like we talked about dynasty league already. Like, there's not that many players. It's 28. There's t- what, It's 12 teams and 28 player roster putt- yes. spots. Plus. Um that's a lot. I mean, Adam Shaheen could be of use later. We don't know that. Oh, sure. Yep, yeah, come on.
0: Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to wail hey.
1: Hit me with your question what? You got a listener question I have two questions Yes, sir. Um, One is for the listeners I was talking to my wife, who is who is, pre- who is pregnant.
0: Very, very. Pregnant. I think due date was today. Oh, by the way, yeah,
1: listeners my my child's due date was today. Today, I am here recording for you because I actually have different priorities. Drinking, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to determine this: if she actually has this kid on Sunday, is that better because I can just sit there and watch the fucking TV and watch the games? And I told her. That's not a bad idea. Just she, she looked at, she glared at me like that was that was just a ridiculous statement. I mean, if she go so,
0: if she goes into labor tomorrow on Sunday, it's not like she's having the baby. Like Megan was in labor for forty six hours with Chase. Who no. watched a lot of TV. <laughs> like that would be fantastic. Yeah. Now, if she's pushing and the TV's on, I can see why she'd be upset. But like, you got lots of hours of labor. But you could
1: watch some football. The last time she was induced at six in the morning, and it, the kid wasn't born until like fucking five in the morning or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was complaining because there was infomercials it was repeating. <laughs> so I think that I think football. That if football is up there. That might be a better solution. Way more entertaining. I like it. Okay, yeah, good idea. Okay, take, so here's a real question that, that came from one of uh, a contact of mine that says, Dewey's nuts. That's Besides dick sucking, can you recall any listener advice that was of any value?" So this
0: comes from Bob D? Yeah. All right, so a couple of things I have for you, Bob D, that I want to say. First of all, I think it's great that you appreciated my dick-sucking advice, and I hope you've put it to good use so far, sir. If not yet, I'm sure an opportunity will come up soon. Second, yeah, I can think of a lot of really good advice that I've given the listeners over the weeks. couple things I'll point to, just a few examples because we're, we're short on time. First of all, go back and listen to episode... Thirty-nine. that was the prep for week 7. It's a great episode. I think we had a fancy drop just for Dewey's Nuts that day. It was a great episode. I was very right about a lot of things. Uh, I remember that big bet between me and you, Wiz, going into the season, Deion Lewis over Derrick Henry, when Deion Lewis was That's being drafted 20 spots later than Derrick Henry not done. in ADP. Not done. Except that Derrick Henry got three carries last week, and Deion Lewis not had bad. the rest.
1: That was a, good that was a pretty game.
0: good call. Here's one. I'm the only one of the three of us that ranked Patrick Mahomes going into the season. you the
1: only fool to rank fucking goddamn McCoy in the top 10. At
0: all. You didn't. You ranked 25 quarterbacks and Mahomes wasn't in there. Hey.
1: Neither of you. Who's the, t- who's the number one wide right receiver right now? Adam Thielen. Guess where you ranked him? Behind Diggs. Yeah. You are the only idiot to rank him in the, I think, the number 20 overall. Okay. Only idiot.
0: Well, look, I put him behind Diggs, period. Uh, my best call for the listeners, however, this is an easy one for me. That would be that would be my Heather Eye Deep Throat call. If you haven't watched the video yet, Bob.
1: But that was another dick sucking one. Please,
0: yes. Oh, absolutely. So
1: he wants some besides dick sucking asshole.
0: Getting dicks sucked. Check it out. <laughs> these are great these are great calls. Maybe there's one particular topic that I'm more passionate about than others, and that might be dick sucking or having dicks sucked um so there's a couple of great pieces of advice there right but uh yeah some good fantasy football here too in just a minute we're gonna get to our shots and I will tell you that once again I did a whole lot better than my two co-hosts on our accountability stats last week
1: I'm not so sure of that but we can bring you discuss
0: that I'm fantastic at stuff um so yeah pay attention listen and and, and I'll say this to you right I'm right a lot, I'm wrong a lot. It's your job to figure out which one's which, not mine, you dumb fuck. All right. get into our shots. Shots, 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 shots. I want to put this last bit out to Bob D. This is somebody that you know personally, so he's local. Bob D? Yeah. Yeah. Bob D, I invite you to the show. You come to the show. You and I will spend one entire episode doing nothing but making bets back and forth about a week. We'll see who does a better job. Uh, anytime, come on down to the studio here. Let's take some shots.
1: Sounds good. I'm excited.
0: Now, Bullfrog's not here, and many of the shots that we have that are to be taken today are Bullfrog's shots. So, we're going to save some of these for next week when he's back. We're going to do some of them this week. Because two of us are here, and we do both owe some shots. I'll just point some stuff out. First of all, those accountability numbers. Um, I did win again. I was 57% correct this last week. The only of the three of us that managed to break the 50% mark more right than I was wrong. Big Wiz, you were very damn close at 43%. You want me to tell you
1: who we got right and who we got wrong? Will that make you feel better? Yeah, it would kind of. My, I would like to know, I think I picked, Um, who was who did I say my, well, can't get it you up. You can't get a it up for A.B. and Matty Ice. Yeah, did Matty Ice count? Well, did A.B. count? What do you mean, did he count? Because he said manager expectations, and he put up his 12 points. I got to be his top 24, buddy. That, that's that, that's and, and I can't get it up? Yes. I thought can't get it up is like you have to choose a guy in the top 10. That is going to fall outside the top 24. Well, that's a ridiculous So point. you got both of those
0: wrong. I got Diggs right. Tevin Coleman, very wrong, Tevin Coleman had a day uh and uh, Bullfrog was one and over there one one and one in in that one here in the flex position once again, I called the Chicago running backs correctly, and Jordan Howard had a nice day a couple of touchdowns.
1: What did you lose though
0: Cortland Sutton I thought Cortland Sutton would have a nice day. I blame this less on Cortland Sutton more on the entire team. We'll get to that we have a we have a bet on the line later we'll talk about. Um, But that whole fucking team fell apart that week. You got both of these flex guys right in Marvin Jones and Deion Lewis. No shit, I did. Good on you. Neither right for the bullfrog. And then in our streamers, uh, it's looking like Keenum, I got him wrong. Flacco, you got him wrong. Alex Smith, three quarterbacks. None of them did a good job. Uh, Herndon, which was my tight end flex. I don't know if you remember what I said. I said Herndon scored, so pick a Miami defense. I was right about that. You got your um, tight end, Ed Dixon. I don't believe Ed Dixon touched the ball.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he had two targets. It was, it was terrible. Vanette came out and stole all
0: the work. Casey did pretty good for you. He
1: was Pretty wearable
0: for you. Um, and uh, not a streamer right for the Bullfrog. So I was 4 of 7. You were 3 of 7. He was just 1 of 7 at 14%. Bullfrog will be taking a shot there. But um, there you go, Bob. A <laughs> couple of good pieces of advice from Dwee's Nuts it's, right in there.
1: you do okay? That doesn't sound so good. He's been struggling.
0: Uh, the other thing we like to take shots for here is. Uh... Oh yeah, kind of sweet, kind of shitty. Um, yeah, we can look at we can look at uh, three in the pink, two in the stink, really briefly here. Oh yeah, let's
1: look at that.
0: You know exactly how this is gonna go. Unfortunately, for the the one that <laughs> didn't show up today. But I'll tell you something. This was the best week that we have had for three in the pink League as an entire group of 12. Only one player had a negative score this week, and it was a negative five. That went to at Floor killer on Twitter. If you want to give him a little shit, please do. At Floor killer with a negative five. Everybody else Was in the positive. Do you know who the next lowest score was? 31. This is going to blow your fucking mind. Brad Drury. No shit. At a positive five.
1: Who failed for Brad?
0: I'll tell you in a second. Brad looked at uh, just a plus three for Jordan Howard. He had a negative two for Carrion Johnson. A nice plus 18 for Brita. But Julio Jones, who had been scoring him a lot. And Josh Gordon, who had been scoring him pretty well. Uh, both got negative points. Total of plus five. Now there were some highlights on the week, not just low lights. Right, everybody was in the positive. Some of us more in the positive than others. The highest scoring player this week was G Libertino. The
1: fuck, goddamn
0: G. Get, G Libertino. Get this. You know they've been they, the, yeah. they've been the top two all along. Here's a really crazy bit. After this week, G Libertino puts up a positive ninety-eight. Brad Drury maintains the lead at 580 points. G. Libertino, after nine weeks of play, 579 right fucking there. points. One fucking point wow. away from He's catching bad, G. Libertino. Brad Drury. He's outscored him in more weeks than he hasn't in the last five. So, hey, we might have a new leader come next week. Where are you ranking at? I'll tell you in a minute. Our second highest score on the week goes to the Big Wiz. <laughs> with a plus 76 not bad sir bumped you up a couple of spots i believe in our rankings uh who did it for you let's take a look aaron jones royce freeman got your bad one aaron jones is a plus 15 mike williams scored a touchdown there's your 25 here's the big one and this is a guy that scored a lot of people a lot of points last week because a lot of people picked him. their ugly stick player it's mike evans yeah Ended up the 63rd wide receiver in the league. That's a plus 54. Good nice job, Mike. Shady netted you a 21 against them Bears.
1: Yeah, the only asshole that's killing me, I would be winning. It was goddamn Royce. fucking
0: Royce Freeman.
1: Freeman. Yeah, I sure picked Mixon. Uh, other, other scores of note.
0: Dweez Nuss was at a positive 44. Katie Babs now into fourth place with a positive 52. The Kai Missioner, a positive 40. Uh... Gary Haddow was in the positive at a six. Ooh, good good job, doctor Gary. at a positive five. And here's the big surprise. Outside of Brad Drury, the big surprise of the week, as unfortunate as this is, Bullfrog was in the positive at a plus 31. This is the first time in the positive since week oh, two. Oh, so is it the second time? Yes, yeah. since week two. Unfortunately, you scored 76. I scored 44. He scored 31. <laughs> he still gets to take a shot.
1: Job, it was a
0: good week. In three and a pink, two and a stink this week, guys. Not too bad. Hang on, it just came up a little bit. Yeah, right? We haven't been getting shots down yet. We have some bets that we had. To, we have to deal with right now. The first one, this was a great call. Bob D, or whatever your fucking name is. This was a bet between the Big Wiz and Dewey's Nuts. We both picked a flex running back. You had Deion Lewis. I had Jordan Howard. You, we bet that one of them would do better than the other, and of course they did. But here's the thing. In half-point PPR, they both ended in the top 10 at the position. So I get to take a shot technically because Deion Lewis, I believe, was at 7 or 8. And Jordan Howard was at 10. You wonder
1: why? Because
0: I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Clearly I do, too. Top 10 is pretty fucking good. Just not good enough. Yeah, like you said when we made the bet, it's a win-win for me because Deion Lewis is the shit.
1: I, I'm there for the listeners, asshole. Taking the shot. Oh, yeah. Green. Oh, it's green. Ooh, it's, green.
0: Thanks, man. Oh, it's very good. Um, Here's a bet involving one of the very same players we just talked about. You guys, for whatever reason, were super anti-Jordan Howard. I will remind you that in week seven, the two of you, you and Bullfrog, were super anti-Tariq Cohen, and you were sucking Jordan Howard's cock. This last week, when I said Jordan Howard, all of a sudden you fucking hated him. The both of you took Aaron Jones versus Jordan Howard this week. Aaron Jones had a bad week, and like he we just said a minute ago. Week. He
1: just didn't – Howard two touchdowns, right? Two touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, Aaron I mean, Jones didn't score. Yeah, Aaron Jones – was what, what 90, 90 yards? 50? Uh, well, maybe 90 total yards.
0: Maybe hmm. Receiving involved. Yeah. Uh, so, look, I get the point there. For, uh, uh, this was the game where Aaron Jones scored in, like, what, the third play of the game, and they decided it was not a touchdown. Yeah. And instead of giving it to him on the very next play, they did some other shot. I don't remember what they fucking did. Uh, we're not taking this one, though, right? You can take this shot. He'll take his version of this shot later, but this was a bet between the to take baby. two? Take that one. That's that like cabin fever, <sighs> baby. Last shot we're going to take here. I know there are a lot more shots to be taken, but like so I said, we want to save some of these for Bullfrog's episode next week. Mm-hmm. And it's late, and we're fucking tired, so, oh, so screw off. Uh Wiz and I made another bet. This was about Cortland Sutton. I made a bold claim that he'd be top twelve this week. Yep. I stand by this. He had one half less point than Emmanuel Sanders. I think if this team had played like they had been playing over the previous four or five weeks, that is that Case Kingdom came out and came out and actually completed some passes and yeah, that offense got blue. I know, I'm just saying. I still think Cortland Sutton becomes a big piece. Of this offense, everybody on that offense sputtered out last week, so nobody scored any points. Um, I still feel strongly. Yeah, can you repeat that, your bet was? that?
1: Was that was a really good bet?
0: I said that Cortland Sutton would be top twelve. Yep. Where do you finish? Very far outside the top twelve. <laughs> but again, I put it to the the fact that this entire team fell to pieces immediately. Nothing you could do about that. Yeah, I still think Cortland Sutton's a good option.
1: You just made a dumb statement. I, well, no, the team just fell apart. No, your statement was that he's going to be awesome. Because he's replacing uh, Demarius Thomas, he would automatically jump into the top 12. But that was where you were claiming No, this. my
0: point was this. My point was not because he's replacing Demarius Thomas. My point was that Demarius Thomas' targets, and you, what, what did you say? He had a 10 a game? Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, 9. Those those targets were going to be, a lot of those targets were going to go to Cortland Sutton sure. immediately. And that opportunity goes from, Sutton was getting 6, 7 targets a game. You take those nine targets that Demarius Thomas was getting a game. If Sutton can hit 11 targets, 10 targets, you know who else gets 11 targets a game? Odell Beckham Jr. No, I don't think Sutton's going to end up with 16, which would be I all did, of his targets. But That, that, if he gets that, that four, would be a linear relationship. I'm We're not, if not if stating gets, that. All I think is that Sutton's going to get three, four more a game now that Thomas is gone. And that makes him a double-digit target threat every week, which is Damn valuable in fantasy. Yeah,
1: football. I agree with you to a point, but the bottom line is this that, that, that Denver's offense still isn't producing. For our listeners, there is value in Court and Sutton, don't get us wrong, but, but he's in that weird flexing spot that we always talk about, you know, the 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 flex trafficking. You know, well, that creepy music where you're stealing kids again. I love it. Um but so, so but there's you, limited there's limited upside for Sutton.
0: Yeah, you say they're not producing, and and there's they've been really streaky this year, but the previous four weeks to last week, Case Kingdom has been throwing multiple touchdowns every game. He's been throwing two hundred and fifty
1: plus yards every game. So it looked like they were getting it together. Looking like they're gonna get it together, but the bottom line is that even with that, Court and Sutton's probably still at best case scenario. A fifteen to twenty wide receiver. And
0: That's the best. And end of season, yes, but there are games where he's going to step up and come wide receiver one for you. Whoo! You make a bet on that? That at some point he'll be a wide receiver one, not the one. Top twelve means he's the one on your team.
1: So that that that's what you want to make the bet on?
0: That at some point he'll be a top twelve wide receiver this year. But we got to sure. be a
1: little more aggressive on that. I'll say sure. I will bet you money they won't be top six ever. Ever. I haven't looked at the schedule, enough, to, but we'll look at it next week. Oh, come on. Grow a fucking pear, asshole. There's well, there let me no ta- bets yet. Let
0: me take this shot real fast because I owe it. It's and green. It, yeah. We're real proud of you for that. All right. Grow a pear. It's like 6% alcohol or something. <laughs>
1: 15. Grow a pear, buddy. 15. Top six.
0: I'll look at it. as. uh, I'll tell you right now. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into Can't Get It Up. Let you start, and I'll look at the schedule, okay? Oh,
1: God. So I have to talk first? The
0: rest of our bets will be – or our shots will be taken next week. There are – No,
1: that's fine.
0: I've got three. It doesn't
1: mean that we still can't bet.
0: Yeah, we're going to – I'm just going to look up the schedule now. Yeah.
1: What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up? (laughs) Alright, so, out of the top 24, wow. Uh, I'm not sure I read all the rules when I picked this. Um, but I'm going to go with the Red Rocket. Also, as a Red Rifle, Andy Dalton. Um, what I really don't like Andy Dalton for this week is that he is playing against these Saints. They're getting their act together. You saw them actually produce pretty damn good last week. A.J. Green is out. Um, And here's a good step for the listeners. With A.J. Green, he produces over 20 points per game. Without A.J. Green, Dalton's averages falls to a mere 16 points per game, which would put you in the bottom third of fucking quarterbacks. So he might be outside the top 24. He's going to be on that precipice. Um, So watch out for the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, this week.
0: Okay. I'm looking at the Cortland Sutton schedule moving forward. Here's some teams that he's got Steelers, mm-hmm. Bengals, Niners, Browns. These sound like yours. Raiders.
1: It sounds like all fucking steals for you. These are
0: Kush mashups. I'll take a top eight. No, top six. I think he'll end top eight one of these days. Top six? I'll t- I think at least once he'll end top six as well. It's okay. up! Those are great matchups. Those are good matchups. I can't imagine there's a team that has a better wide receiver. Well, I mean, other also of
1: that point is for our listeners. Is those great? That's a good opportunity.
0: Great opportunity. Um, so I I didn't watch that Denver game last week. Did you watch
1: it? No, but I I mean they looked. All I know is the stats the stat line looked terrible the entire game.
0: So this is this is this is what I'm reading. There was a 65 yard touchdown pass. That slipped right through Cortland Sutton's outstretched fingers. Just a little bit overthrown. That could have changed his day and put him in the top
1: 12 easy. Other candidate that is not going to finish in the top 24 is going to be AP, folks. Um, AP, I'm not sure if you guys have know this, but AP, that team has lost both guards now, and they've lost a left tackle, I think, or right tackle, who is now questionable. I just don't have faith that this team can actually keep up and actually perform they're gonna to have to start throwing the ball and he is not the character who can actually produce points this week i am selling an ap he's not going to get it done for you do not start him this week. all right i got some
0: can't get it up for you guys unfortunately i don't have nearly as much statistical backing bob d as i normally do i'm just going from the gut on this one here's two guys brandon cooks we know that brandon cooks Who's, who's been playing well on a team that's playing really well. I heard this stat just today. Jared Goff has more completions to his second and third reads than any other quarterback in the league this year, so he's playing really well as a quarterback.
1: Well, it also tells you that he has all sorts of time back there. Yeah,
0: lots of time, which means his receivers are going to do well. But they're playing against the Seattle Seahawks this year, and – if you know the way that we tend to work is if a team starts off really bad we just kind of think they're really bad all year and Seattle had a really rough start to the year but Seattle's turned it fucking on of late right well Seattle's become a competitive team they're running the ball a lot their yeah. defense has stepped up to play which was surprising because they got rid of most of their teams. players on that side of the ball but look Seattle's only given up 20 points in a game two times on the season that's that blew my mind now yes the rams were one of those. They scored 33 points against them in their last meeting, but that was in the first few weeks of the season. And let's be honest, the Rams have gotten worse since the the season began. The Seahawks have gotten better since the season began. The Seahawks, what they're doing these days is controlling the clock and keeping other offenses off the field by running the ball 50 fucking times a game. We Car- Chris Carson is questionable right now, which will hamper their ability to do that. Um, I just think this defense is playing well. I think I think this game is going to be lower scoring, a lot lower scoring than uh, the previous time they met the Rams, who are reeling, and we do expect them to come out screaming. I just think Cooks, unless he might catch a long touchdown pass, that's sort of what he does. But if he doesn't, that one long touchdown pass is going to make the difference between a, a top twenty-four or bottom. Outside of that, yeah.
1: I think there's two things you point out. One is that he what that he he's completing most passes to his second, third reads. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of this is with Gurley to be in the backfield and what Gurley does okay, for that's him. Correct. Um, I I like this pick here in particular because there's so many options here in in for the L.A. Rams. That there's a good chance Cooks just doesn't doesn't have a great week. True. Sure. The other I got I got here is uh, Zeke.
0: He's been struggling of late. Less than 65 yards rushing in three of the last four games. One rushing touchdown in the last seven. They've got the Philadelphia Eagles this week. It's a stout defensive front. Fifth fewest fantasy points to running backs. This offense in Dallas is struggling. Last week with Amari Cooper there, they looked a little bit different. They looked a little bit more life in that team. You know, that was a quick outlet for Dak that was working relatively well, but it didn't change the outcome for the run game. They still don't have a deep threat. They still don't have anybody that's going to take safeties out of the box. Zeke is just not having an easy time of it. And as good as he is, you can only do so much against eight and nine-man fronts. So he's got another off week coming against a great defense.
1: Yeah, he's not confessional to the top 24. That's a bad pick by you, and a bad decision to the listeners.
0: You want to make a bet on that one, too?
1: Yeah, I'll make a bet on that one a little long. Hi, dear kids. The boys are flex trafficking again.
0: All right, I'm going to start here. I've got first off Ito Smith running back Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Ito's been getting more and more work as the season's been going on. Two of the last three games, he's had double-digit carries, 11 carries um, in two of the last three, which is it's not a blow-your-mind number of carries. He's getting the ball a little bit coming out of the backfield, but not a ton of receiving work. Uh, so where Ito's really doing the bulk of his... Damage is in the red zone. This team likes to give Ito opportunities to score these touchdowns. Four touchdowns in the last five games. They're using him there. They're using him down around the goal line. Uh, Yes, Tevin Coleman had a big game last week, but if you listen to any of my can't-get-it-up stuff last week, he had been floundering and struggling a little bit out of that backfield in weeks previous I think Ito's just earning his right to be on the field more and more as we move forward. Playing against the Cleveland Browns, giving up the third most fantasy points to running backs this season. You gotta, it, it, this is one of those, like, if you don't feel confident playing Ito Smith in this game, then he doesn't need to be on your roster because you're never going to play him sort of situation. I'll do my other one here, um, and I don't have much statistic-wise to say about this, but it's Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, who has been a very middling wide receiver this year playing against the San Francisco defense who has been a very middling defense at best um, last week they came to play
1: because of, I mean, he, he's had opportunities though he's, he's,
0: had, he's had some yeah he's had some opportunities and and you know my big concern a few weeks ago was that Evan Ingram came back and he was going to take away a lot of the same looks you know right now over the middle of the field on the short intermediate routes You've got three guys fighting for those opportunities. That's Saquon Barkley, that's Evan Ingram, and Sterling Shepard. So compared to years past, Shepard's opportunity is a little bit uh, shy of where it's been, but it's he's diminished. too he's too talented of a guy. They're going to be they're going to be trying to get him the ball. And and the nice thing about that, even though you have three guys fighting for these short intermediate over the middle kind of kinds of routes, that's about all the time Eli has to throw the ball is to those short intermediate routes. So if it's not Odell Beckham on a slant route, it's one of these other three guys on a slant route. That's pretty much all they have time for. So I think Shepard this week against San Francisco just has an opportunity. I just like it.
1: Not a bad pick. I mean, if that, that's a good idea, I, I'm just I'm terrified of the Giants.
0: Absolutely terrified putting it in there. But yeah, I think I think we'll see. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna pick Old Fitzy. Gerald here in going into week 10 and going against the fucking Chiefs. Um, I just don't see any reason why they're, the, the Cardinals will be behind in this game and they're going to be throwing the ball. Larry has had three straight weeks of eight plus targets. I just see it's a good opportunity for him to give, get some points. It's going to be garbage points. It's not going to be a ton of points. But if you're, again, if you're flex trafficking, it's a good pick right here to pick Larry.
0: Where's this game at?
1: Uh, it's in Arizona.
0: So uh, career long Larry Fitzgerald splits home and away splits are is, is ridiculous. He's so much better at home than he is away. In, in almost every home game you should throw him in there in, in a in a flex position. I like that. I like that call. And You're right. They're going to be I mean, how far down are they get? They're going to be so far they're
1: down. They're going to be way I mean, yeah, the spread is what 17 points at this point.
0: Yeah, in a 49 and a half point over under. They're it's it's stupid. The numbers are stupid right now.
1: My other pick here, folks, is pretty deep, and I like to go deep. I'm mm. being um, Tyler Lockett with the goddamn Seattle Seahawks. Not talked about it earlier, they're going against the Rams, and that's Marcus Peters. Um, but let's let's cut the fucking bullshit here. Marcus Peters has been garbage. He's been terrible. Back fucking Michael Thomas went for 211 yards last week. Right, he pulled up the goddamn cell. Phone, got a
0: phone call in the middle of the game. Got a phone game. call,
1: took it, got fined for it. Devontae it. Adams went for Rocket over 100 yards and a touchdown. In his in the last, I think the last five games, Peters has given up 125 yards to the receiver that he's up against. Yeah, he's, he's just been bad. he is bad. Um, and the Rams in the last five games with eight wide receiver TDs. I just think it's a good opportunity for Tyler Lockett to produce points.
0: So. Uh, you know, Tyler Lockett started the year out screaming. Great beginning of year. Scored a lot of points. Um, this is the first week, interestingly enough, that Doug Baldwin is not on the team's injury report. Yeah. He's finally, uh, apparently, as 100% healthy as he's ever going to get. Maybe not, you know, he was 100% healthy the day he was born, but that was the last time, right? That's what he said. Also, I think it's an interesting pick just because of the way... That Seattle has to play this game, and I said it earlier. They got to run this ball so fucking much yeah. to keep that team off the field. Which they will. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I would be very hesitant, and I'd make a bet with you that Tyler Lockett's outside that top 24 if you're willing, just because I think the game plan is going to go very far against them. You want it?
1: I'm not. So, so outside the top 24 is the bet. That, that's what you're. That's what you're proposing. Mm-hmm. Um, Which yeah. is our goal with the flex guys yeah, inside I that. I would top. totally take that bet. Jack Baldwin's going to be going to be out there. He's going to be running around. Baldwin's there. They're going to pound the ball, yes. What's that
0: guy, David Moore, there who's catching a ton of fucking passes. In the
1: first game they played this year, he had 90 yards and a TD. That's going to put him in the top 24. Yeah. It's a bet. Now that's
0: a stream. Streaming quarterbacks this week. I think at some point I said I wouldn't do it ever again. But I'm Dipping back into the well. Ah, this feels bad to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. My streaming quarterback this week, Baker Mayfield. A couple of reasons. Playing against the Atlanta Falcons, a, a team that lets up lots of points, a team that scores a lot of points. So you have to imagine that the Browns are going to be trying to score a lot of points as well. But more importantly, and I know it's a very small sample size, But last week, the thing that Freddie Kitchens, new offensive coordinator, showed us was that he was going to try to simplify the game for Baker, make it easier for Baker, and he did that by throwing the ball to, like I said, Duke Johnson a ton. And his numbers went up. Throwing the ball low. Short, short, intermediate, little stuff, easy completions to get him into the flow of the game, and then you can take a couple of shots to Callaway, okay? You can throw some short routes to your boy Jarvis Landry, and then you can open up a couple of play action things off of off of those Chubb Chub runs, right? So he's trying to simplify the game, and it worked for Baker last week. Will it work again? I don't know. You know, the the inside thing we got going between me and Bullfrog at this point is 300 yards and multiple touchdowns. We've been waiting for it for Baker. We've bet on it back and forth a couple of times. You know, he went for 297 and two touchdowns yeah. last week. I don't think it's a – 300 and multiple touchdown week for him. But I do think he's streamable this week. In a week, that's kind of tough to pick a good streamer, if
1: I'm honest. Who do you like? I don't think that's a terrible pick, only because of the team he's playing against. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like my pick better, as I always do, because I'm always right. You're a fucking idiot. Bob D. agreed. He um, did, yeah. I also the, said... Are you Bob D.'s boss? Yes. Okay, so... I also said... I'm not sure I would pick this player again.
0: Ooh, I very strongly said I will never pick him again, but, but go I ahead. I
1: did. I'm going back to Eli Manning, and it fucking hurts to say ah, this out loud publicly, especially if this asshole puts this out on the internet. Mm. I mean, one of the reasons why I'm not on fucking uh, Yelp or Twitter.
0: You are on Yelp. I've put you on Yelp. <laughs> Somebody could review you as a restaurant.
1: Um... But, yeah, he's going up against San Fran. We talked about earlier. San Fran is a terrible team, terrible defense. There's going to be points in this game. San Fran, outside of last God, if, it, if you take out fucking last week, the, the, the fucking quarterback's put up over 30 points per game. But San Fran typically gives up 22.5 points per game to the opposing quarterback. Eli, the best part about Eli here is he has a top wide receiver and a top running back. He has the tools to succeed. I don't see a reason why he won't.
0: Yeah, except that he's Eli, and he's got the worst offensive line we've seen in probably four years.
1: He also has gone over three hundred yards, I believe, in like four out of five of his games coming back from a bye week. Well, oh, that's a great stat. Okay, so that's good information, but I, I'm hesitant for the for the step for the for what you just said. Is yeah, that offensive line is atrocious. I'm atrocious. And can he actually perform? I don't
0: know. All right. Uh, Tight end position here. This is the same exact situation I had at the quarterbacks. I've said this guy's name a bunch, and it's just not happened yet. I can't understand why it's not happening for this kid yet. It's CJ Uzama. Well, it did happen early in the season. Yeah, but he hasn't had – since Eifert went out, he hasn't had the big week that I've expected every fucking week. He's still playing 95% of snaps. He's running routes like he's run, yeah. he runs more routes than Brait and O.J. Howard combined in a given game, but he's just not
1: getting it done. Well, the most heart- disheartening thing here is that last week I was in bye week, but before that, he didn't score a fucking single reception.
0: That's hard to take at the tight end position. You get goose eggs. It happens. Yeah, but It it's... makes it really hard for you to trust putting him back on the, yeah. the roster again. But look, A.J. Green's gone this week. That's a huge weapon that Andy Dalton, you know he keys in on, on Green a lot. A.J. Green might be gone
1: for a few weeks. Yeah, well, they, they, they said a few weeks here. So let's talk about this one because we're about shortly here. I'm going with Jack Doyle up mm-hmm. against the goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars, but he's back for the first time in a very long time, and Ebron has been producing. I think it's a good opportunity for Doyle here. Yeah, Doyle's been getting it since he's been back. ton of targets. He's only been back for two weeks. ton of targets. Yeah, nine targets. Each week? Since he's been back. That's good. Question for you here. Who would you rather play? Who's your mama or Doyle? If you had to pick one of these guys, who would you recommend to listeners? Because I think very similar, both of these guys should get a lot of... They should get up the should. opportunities. It's For me, it's got to be
0: Doyle because recently, again, in the last few weeks, Doyle's the one getting the chances. And... And his nine targets a week is more than Uzama's had yet, I think. So, it for the it's you know how I feel. His opportunity is king for me. Yeah, and Doyle's going to get them. Yes. Yeah. We know he's going to get them. We think Uzama should. Yeah, he should, but there's a difference. Doyle yeah. will get them. Yeah. All right, let's look at defenses here. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. They're going to spend a lot of Did time. Who'd you pick? Yes, I'm picking the Buffalo Bills defense. They're going to spend a lot of time on the field. I don't even know who they're fucking rolling out as quarterback this week. It doesn't matter. They're garbage. But the Jets are also fucking bad. After I put this on the note sheet, I saw that Sam Darnold is going to be out not playing this week, which means Josh McCown is in. That almost made me change my mind because McCown's a better quarterback than Sam Darnold is right now. Uh... Right now, Sam Darnold's
1: definitely going to start.
0: I assume. They didn't say he's going to start, but I assume he's going to start as the other quarterback on that. Who else is there? Darnold's going definitely out. Darnold was declared out early this week. Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, the McCown's starting, and you're in trouble. Yeah. McCown is better than Darnold. Darnold's averaging 215 yards, 1.2 touchdowns, and 1.6 picks in a game. 55% accurate. Not great. McCown's average over the last, well, on this team since he's been a Jet, 225 a game, 1.4 touchdowns, 0.7 turnovers. So the reason you play a defense against the Jets so far this year is because Darnold turns the ball over. McCown's not as likely to do it, but it's his first start on the season. It's a team that's not playing well all around. Again, this is a week where I don't like any of the streaming defense options. I had this conversation with Bullfrog yesterday. He was looking for a streaming defense, and they're rough (laughs) this week. Because there's not many good options out there. So give me Buffalo. I'll roll them out against two bad teams on the field. And we talked about this in the previous weeks as well. Buffalo's defense has been pretty good against the pass. Yes. Pretty good against all receivers.
1: Travis is White there. Yes, they've
0: been been doing a great job in their backfield, but – but their front four are struggling to stop the run. I don't necessarily think Isaiah Crowell's going to gonna fucking shove it down their throat all day. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe they do something here.
1: I don't know. Uh, you hit on the head. I'm also terrified here. I thought Buffalo was actually a pretty good pick. And I was left with garbage. Um I am unfortunately going to pick Hot Lana here, folks. I don't like this pick a ton. I'm ha- again, I, I'm terrified to recommend this to you guys, but the reasons I do like it, and I think this is the next best option, they go up against the goddamn Cleveland Browns, who are still trying to repair their offense. Um, again, they're trying to figure out what pretty catching knows and what he how he wants to use Baker Mayfield best, um, and they also signed Bruce. Irving from the goddamn Oakland Raiders. So I expect Bruce Irving to have a good game for some of you who play individual defensive players. He should get the opportunity to sack Cleveland Browns to give up the most sacks each week. Still, they still lead the league in giving up sacks. So there's a good opportunity to maybe pick up a touchdown here or there. Um, and there's a good likelihood here that the Cleveland Browns will be playing from behind. Sure. So hotlanta. Ugh. I don't like this pick a lot. I think Buffalo is a better pick, but if I had to pick an option here, consider Hotlanta.
0: Just so your listeners know, Bullfrog, the defense he ended up streaming after our conversations, Green Bay Packers. Against? Miami. Yeah. Yeah, the Dolphins suck. Osweiler sucks. It is in Green Bay. And the Bears got
1: roasted by them.
0: They did. But that was a fluke. All right. We're going to do a new segment. We haven't done this before, but Bullfrog kept bitching. He kept saying, I, I hate picking good players that are going to suck, and that's all we ever get to do. Can we please pick a good player that's going to have a huge day? So we're adding this new segment. It's called Stud of the Week. We're going to figure out the best uh, drop for it. Listeners, if you want to shoot me an audio file with your drop, I'll put it in the show. I don't care. Yeah, otherwise, I... otherwise, Wiz, it's on you. You're going to make a drop for it. In essence, what we're doing here is picking a player, and it could be fucking anybody, that we just think is going to have a huge week. I mean, we could pick Todd Gurley and probably win this each week. It's going to go into our accountability statistics. Whoever gets it right um, is going to get a point for being the best out of the three of us. So you can pick anybody you want, just somebody that you think is going to have a huge game. This week it happens that the two of us picked guys that aren't necessarily the biggest studs in the league. Yeah, we did not. But so, that's okay. We went deep. A little bit deep. A little bit deep for start of the week. I don't know. Maybe we don't know how to do it yet. But <laughs> uh, my selection here is Tyler Boyd. All right. Wide receiver. Cincinnati Bengals. He's been good. He's been really good. He's been a top 20 receiver yeah, on the year he's almost phenomenal. every week. Um, this week, A.J. Green, like I said a minute ago, out. Not playing. Okay. Uh, they'll be playing against the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints, who will score points because they're the New Orleans Saints. Cincinnati is going to have to keep up. and. While the Bengals have had a couple of bad games, they have, in most of their outings this year, been able to score points. Okay, so obviously we hope we see the uh, red rifle that you talked about. Did you say can't get it up or did you say flat? No, you said can't get it up. Ooh, I hope you're wrong about that. <laughs> now, we expect with A.J. Green out that Tyler Boyd will be playing against Marshawn Lattimore preseason, one of your favorite uh, defensive back selections, right? He's not been having that good of a year this year, he's given up a 71% catch rate to the receivers he's played. Seven and a half targets on average per game. 77 yards on average per game. He's only a lot one touchdown. He's not been as shut down as some of these other guys that we've talked about on this show a lot. Davis White, Xavier Howard, who's his favorite guy. These are two of the studs in the league right now. Um, Lattimore's just not as good as he's been in the past. I think Tyler Boyd, even if he gets a lot of coverage from Lattimore, it won't be the whole game because he's not going to shadow him around the field. Um, I think he does I think he does it really well. I think he goes over 100
1: in scores. Yeah, I, th- I think you hit this on the head. We didn't pick this correctly. Tyler Boyd's not going to be a start of the week. But Tyler Boyd's going to get the opportunities. I think he'll a-
0: score more than your start of
1: the week, which is our Green point is, here. AJ Green is out. So I don't I mean this is a bad pick. Um part of the reason that going getting more more targets and more catches this year is partly because that, that, that defensive line's coming together and they're forcing people to throw the ball. And that team is start again, that team's producing points, people are playing from behind. I'm going with my smoke doping friend Josh Gordon. Woo. Yeah.
0: Dope smoking
1: dope smoking. I'm sure he smokes everything else too. I don't know. You
0: said you said smoke doping.
1: It's because I'm drunk at this point. Ah, yes! Um, Yes! Gronk is hurt. Gronk is out. and He's going up against Malcolm Butler. I expect Belichick to take advantage of that. I think Belichick knows his weaknesses. We're talking about the best coach in the NFL. Um, He knows how Malcolm Butler, what he's good at and what he's not good at. And he knows that Josh Gordon is very, very, very athletic. Um, you guys saw a a good receiver, not a great receiver, not Josh Gordon like Mari Cooper produced points. Josh Gordon is probably going to get over a hundred yards and a touchdown this week.
0: Alright, so we're both thinking a hundred yards and a touchdown. There is a bet on it, it is inherent in the stud of the week, so we don't have to make a separate bet on it. We're gonna we got one last bit to do. You know it's midnight right now.
1: I know, I'm all aware of that. I got a pregnant wife. She's still gonna be
0: pregnant in the morning. Not sure of that. I am positive. She's very spry for a pregnant lady. She's not going anywhere.
1: Who you got?
0: Uh yeah, Survivor Pool. We are still sitting at two strikes to one strike to one strike. At two strikes now is the time for me to take fucking shots at it. I can't pick safe. I can't pick the same guys anybody else is picking. So I'm taking the New York Jets. It's not a bad pick. Well, we know that Buffalo's fucking garbage. We know that Buffalo's now, at this point, running at, what, their fifth four, fourth quarterback option?
1: Yeah.
0: From the beginning of the offseason, I think this is quarterback option number six or seven. Uh, so I'm taking the Jets. Uh, McCown's coming out. I like Josh McCown. I like to watch him play. I think he's fun to watch. He may, he may do okay. I know I picked the Buffalo Bills defense as my streaming defense. But well, the Jets think, also a good defense, too. I still though. think the Jets win. If I could stream the Jets, deep. Jets, the Jets' deep defense might be them or the Chiefs. My favorite defense of the week.
1: Sure, Bullfrog did take the goddamn Chiefs easy right, up against the Cardinals.
0: Sixteen and a half point favorite.
1: He had he had not picked the Chiefs to me. He had the easy pick. That was a no brainer. Yeah, I had to take Atlanta here.
0: Who is your defensive streamer? So at because least you went sure. with your streamer option.
1: I, again, I just think Matty Ice, Julio Jones, that running. It doesn't matter if it's either Smith or Tevin Coleman. There's just too many, too many uh, tools and talent to we use. We hope Muhammad Sanu uh, on our dynasty. Calvin team. Ridley. Yeah. There's, just, there's just too many weapons for the Atlanta Falcons. that the, the Browns, Browns, I expect them to compete, just not fucking win. And they did sign Bruce Irving, who, as every good player that Johnny Gruden has had, he just cuts them or gets rid of them. So I think he might score a touchdown. Yeah.
0: Uh, All right, there it is We're gonna get all three of those right again I'm gonna win a lot of bets Bob D Maybe start fucking paying attention to the show Because I I throw great calls out there all the time And again, I want to extend the invitation For you to come out And we'll just make calls back and forth And see who's better at this And if it's you, fine We'll move the studio to your fucking basement And you can run the goddamn show from now on Uh, On that note, fuck off
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.